Hi everyone and welcome to 21 Questions, the podcast where we tackle 21 big questions during 2021 in about 20 minutes. My name is Rich Jones, I'm a pastor at Living Rock Church and have been for the last 16 or so years and this is my good friend and colleague Mike Shooter who's been working with me for a number of years as well. Correct. Um, This is episode number 12 um, and the whole series of 21 Questions is available on our YouTube channel or on all major podcasting platforms but all the links you could ever need as per will be in the description below. This week, okay, so we said last week, which is actually still today, but we've recorded two, so, you know, we, we haven't just not showered for a week. Um, we talked about being a Christian, what it means to be a Christian, and this week we want to pick up um, the, the question of when all the Christians are together, and we talk about the church, um, is the church outdated? Um, because a lot of people would would argue it is. A lot of people would think, what does the church do anymore? You know, we've covered some of the questions around what Christians have done for us and Christianity has done for us over the years. But when we talk about the church today, right now, is it outdated? Yeah, and I think, therefore, you've got to define the word church and what church is. Yeah, yeah, smacking yeah. your laptop too hard. But, you know, to define what the church is. And if you stop somebody on the street and they were actually willing to talk to you and you said, you know, ask them, what is the church? Um, a lot of people would immediately probably begin to describe a building, yeah. the stained glass windows and pews and a steeple and, and all those sorts of things, or um, a place that they might have uh, visited for a wedding or a funeral. Yeah, or, classic. Um, a harvest festival or something like that. <laughs> Chris Stingle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or they might talk about the Church of England or the Catholic Church, so therefore kind of talk much more about the institution of the church and the, the organization of it. Um, or they might start listing if they know a bit more about it, the Baptists, the Methodists, the Pentecostals, <laughs> you know, the brethren and different t- types of denominations. and it's The so different crews. Yeah, all the different expressions or crews if you're straight. <laughs> and then maybe talk a little bit about, I don't know, bells and smells, you know, guys in robes and dog collars, bit of church hierarchy, tradition, rules, religion, etc. So, yeah. um, you know, it. I think all of those things might spring up ideas. You just kind of go vicar dibley, <laughs> whatever she goes, whatever she does, that's church. But and and you know there are di- all sorts of different expressions of how the church meets and how it kind of does its thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a big variety, and it's not to dismiss any of those things. No. Um, but it's helpful to understand that the church is not limited to one denomination. That's right. Yeah. It's not limited to a building. That's right. And it's also not an organization, although, you know, it does use buildings and it does require some level of organization. organization yeah. yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, like we've done with a couple of different topics with this, you know, what we um, have now in our culture and society isn't necessarily exactly... Um, what things look like in the Bible, look like in the Bible. Some of those things are still good. Some yeah. of those things need to, you know, realign in, in in some of those ways. But it's helpful to go back to the Bible to say, well, what was the church supposed to be? Yeah, and what what how did the church get established, uh, etc. So I think we should start there. And definitely the the biblical word for for a little Greek for you, um, a little Greek, <laughs> is uh, the word ecclesia, and literally means um, called out ones to be called out and. This word um, specifically was used to refer to the the Christians, people of uh, f- uh, who were following Jesus, and they were called out. They they when they were together, it was a group that that was called together, and the church was born after Jesus' death, resurrection, ascension to heaven. Yeah. And um, the Book of Acts, uh, Luke gives us a, a historical record of how the early church 
um, began and grew and other things yeah. that the church was doing. He also gives us keys to help us understand what the church is and um, what the church does. And we find more helpful details around this through the whole of the, the New Testament yeah, um, with from church, from writers like Paul and, and Peter in how the church is supposed to, supposed to function, what the church really is. And, and all those writings are so helpful for us to understand what is the church? Yeah, and Luke kind of gives this really important, sort of infers really what the church is because Luke writes the Gospel of Luke, which describes all of Jesus' life, his yeah. birth, his earthly ministry, uh, even some of his childhood actually, and then his death and his burial and and his um, resurrection, and uh, just prior to his ascension to heaven. And so the, the, you have all of these things um, there, and then and then Luke kicks off his second letter, Acts. Yeah. And he says, my first letter, Theophilus, I wrote to you about everything Jesus began to do and teach. Yeah. So there's that kind of like hint that Luke is giving us that what Jesus began to do and teach was almost like the full earthly ministry of Jesus. Yeah. But yet, and yet it was the beginning of what he did and what he taught. Yeah. So therefore what he's pointing at is, yeah. and therefore now what Jesus is continuing to do and what Jesus is continuing to teach, he's doing through his body the church. on earth, which is the church. Yes. And so it's sort of really helpful for us to understand that, that, that the church are followers of Jesus who are full of the Holy Spirit, yeah. who are here to represent Jesus into the, into the earth, to, to represent him to the world. Yeah. And um, the church is described as lots of different things, as a city on a hill, as a light to the world as the body of Jesus, as we've said, as God's house on the earth or God's temple, yeah. um, the family of God, the army of God, the bride of Christ. Like <laughs> So many pictures. The Bible is packed with all of these images, that's it, to yeah, help yeah. us understand a little bit about the nature and then the kind of mission, if you like. So what the church is like and what the church is here to do, um, all of those are, are kind of helpful images to help us grasp some of the things that, that, that define the church. And, and to say, you know, the church is a universal church i.e all yeah. christians everywhere throughout history represents the church so there's this right. kind of universal church <laughs> yeah but then of course church has to then be expressed locally yeah um here and now and today in a in a local community a local expression and so both again the word church is applied to the to the to the kind of body of believers throughout time and throughout the earth now the universal yeah. church and to a, a particular group of Christians that meet maybe in a city or a town or a village or even a home. Okay. That's also a church, the local church. Yeah. So if you take Living Rock Church, we are a good example. Great, great example. <laughs> um, we are a local church yeah. made up of uh, a defined church family. You know, yeah. we, we know who each other are. We, we relate to each other, but we're also part of the universal church. Yes. Um, and therefore we're also joined with all churches all over the region, uh, over in different countries, all over th this country, all over the world. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I think, if, if anything, I think that people will often point to the church and say well, the church is this is sort of fragmented and it's, mm -hmm. there's a lot of disruption and different um, denominations and all of this. And it talk a lot about church splits, but actually, I think more and more the church is becoming united. I agree. Yeah. Um, and for us at Living Rock, our, our experiences is of that that we work with local churches, i.e., churches that are in the similar villages and towns where we meet. Yeah. That we we work with those churches, whether they're whether they're Anglican churches or Baptist churches or yep. Methodist churches or anyone else, where there's a there's this shared um, space, if you like, an area where we can we can work together as the church. Yeah. Um, and then also we, as Living Rock Church, relate to other churches 
um, and we relate to them through relationships with leaders who oversee lots of churches rather than just one church. They oversee a number of churches and they have relationships with others who oversee lots of churches. And so we have this kind of like <laughs> mesh, this interlinking groups of churches all over the country in the UK, but also... Yeah as you know, into Canada, America, into South America and Cuba, over towards into Europe and particularly in places like Norway and, and Spain. And then again, over into Nepal and Bhutan and the Philippines and India. It's and, incredible. And it's just, it's yeah. great, you know, and we're part of those things. And, and we also have a church gr- group very closely related to us that are in, over in Kenya and a group yeah, of churches yeah. over there. So, so again, it's it's recognizing we're interlinked with yeah. other churches as well, and that's really important. We're I not the only show in town. No, definitely not, and we're not in competition with each other. It's Absolutely, not like it, it's it's we're all we're we're all uh, following the same person, and we all want the same thing. And I, I think what's really because when you do describe it, it can seem quite um, not messy is not the word, but it can seem quite big and quite. Um, uh, there's loads of different connections mm. and there's loads of different, but I, I kind of think, but that's, that's the whole point. We're not an organization. We're mm. not a, a, a business with a defined hierarchy and, you know, yeah. we do have a head. <laughs> His <laughs> name is Jesus, but, but that's the point. It's relationships. Yes. It's because people have decided to work together because we've seen the same thing and we, we realize, yeah, we're, we're really passionate for this place together or yeah, exactly. this issue, uh, you know, that's going on in the world that we need to see justice, uh, you know, outworked in or whatever. And, I love that, that actually you can't go, okay, well, this organization is headed up by this person and that, and that, and, 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 but actually these relationships, they span across continents, they yeah. span across generations. Totally, yeah. It's, it's powerful and it's, it's more like, it's more like a family than it yeah. is a business. And that's the point. Yeah. Um, we, I remember somebody once said, you, you're not a business, but you mean business, which is nice. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's we're uh, still here to change the world, but we're doing it as a family. Yeah. And to do it together and recognize that different, different, um, church, local churches have different personalities, different, um, ways that they can impact their locality, different gifts within that group, resources yeah. within that group. So, so we need one another in that, you know, every, Definitely. every Christian in a church, family needs one another but every church work and expression needs other churches as well because we don't all have it all so. yeah and like you know it's a fair question though to ask about different denominations and yeah. can safely say it's been so we're going back to the reformation and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it's been very complicated the last 2000 years has not necessarily been straightforward for the church um but you know there's been division over certain views and practices outside of core Christian beliefs um, or um, different expressions of things. But there is much more to unite the church um, around its beliefs than there is to cause division. And we have to, you know, like we talked about last week with being a Christian, the fact is, is that um, Christians get things wrong because we're people. Mm -hmm. And um, where there's been division sometimes, that hasn't been healthy. Sometimes it's been necessary um, in in, in certain situations. But um, what's what's clear is that there is more to unite us than there is to divide us. There are absolute core beliefs that every Christian has that brings every church into a place of unity that, as you say, kind of trumps any other areas of difference that might cause division. And I think that whole thing of believing in a God, believing that God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, believing that God the Father sent the Son, Mm -hmm. that Jesus came, lived as as God made flesh, Mm -hmm. um, that Jesus himself died on the cross for our sins, paid the penalty for that, that he died, but that he rose again, he ascended back to heaven and he sent his Holy Spirit. Oh God, God sent the spirit into the earth to empower the church, to 
to be Christ to the to the world, yeah. and that He's coming back. Those those are the those are the things that if you went to any Christian group yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, genuinely yeah. the church and not a cult, yeah, um, they would have those absolute core beliefs. And so those are the those are the non negotiables. Absolutely. And then the other stuff, although important, is much more on on the periphery. Yeah. Because the, and and the core, I think more and more the real realization, the core beliefs we have absolutely do trump everything else they definitely so, yeah. do they definitely do and there's a wonderful description in acts two of what some of these uh, some of the activities of the church should be around and how the church meets and although they might be done slightly differently in certain denominations and certain expressions of the church there's it's still what we're doing yeah and um firstly we see the church as a group of people who had put their faith in jesus like i said non-negotiable he's the head of the church he should get all the attention <laughs> <laughs> yeah um that these people have been baptized they then meet together often and when they spend time listening and teaching from the bible together um they fellowship so you know uh again sort of an, maybe a bit of an older word in in some respect but essentially investing in their relationships yeah, with one exactly. another, supporting one another um sharing meals um breaking bread the lord yes <laughs> absolutely always in for food if you want christians around jesus was always eating food. around with food, with <laughs> people with food, yeah. And then, as part of those meals, they break bread together and yeah. have the Lord's Supper, the Eucharist, communion, um, whatever you want to call it, and prayer. Mm. And all of these things were hallmarks, tenets of the church, and and how they spent time together, how yeah. they lived together, um, and they did these things from house to house. They also met in larger gatherings. You know. It, in some ways, we've got a lot of description of what they were doing. Yeah. In other ways, it's really limited. Yeah, it is. But those that it provides us a real framework for what the church is supposed to do when it gathers together. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the core thing is the church is expressed in the large and in the small. Yeah. Uh, the micro and the macro. So you know, the larger congregations for shared worship, for shared envisioning, yeah. and preaching and teaching and kind of a feeling of a big picture and a sense of I'm part of a crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but also then the smaller expressions, particularly in homes and meeting in in, in smaller numbers for that word, you said fellowship, yeah. you, investing in relationships, praying together, really getting into the nitty gritty of the so what of, yeah, of yeah. life, of what it means to be a Christian. And therefore, you know, you've got the crowd for the big, but the community element in the smaller setting. And for us, those two things are absolutely vital ways that the church is expressed and how we should meet and gather. Yeah, yeah. And then secondly, when you look through Acts 2 as well, you've got leaders across the church who helped ensure care, resources, and right teaching was shared across the community. So you've got, you see those in lots of different places all through Acts is kind of leaders bringing direction yeah. to stuff. And predominantly that's apostles and elders yeah. and deacons. So apostles would be um, men who oversee numbers of churches, yeah, generally yeah. speaking, and like big picture stuff and get churches established, yeah, um, yeah. built on good sound teaching. And then elders would be those responsible for looking after then a local church. Yep. And deacons are kind of uh, kind of given a delegated responsibility within the church then for specific areas of service. So, yeah, yeah. so those 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 are there not to be like, you know, the badge no, I'm no. in charge, but they're there to oversee, care, make sure that the church is being well led, well looked after, heading in the right direction, everyone's healthy. Yeah. They're um, there to serve Christ and serve. You see the that in Acts and I and we believe that still works as a as a pattern. It's a biblical pattern for leadership in Definitely. the church. Yeah. 
Definitely. And then thirdly, they um, the the church then was clearly making an impact on its local community. And that's really important. It's massive. Yeah. It's massive. They were caring for uh, orphans and widows. They were looking after, you know, the downtrodden. They were healing the sick. They were they were having an impact in their community yeah. um, and made a positive difference where they lived and where they met. Absolutely. And that was really clear. And, and you saw that when they're meeting in Jerusalem, when the, the, the church is first established, and then when they're scattered to all these different areas yeah. because of persecution, they're still transforming the areas they, they go to. Yeah, and the church should make an impact on the community it's in. Definitely. Uh, that's like Jesus... People knew when Jesus turned up to a town or to a city because yeah, he made yeah, a yeah. difference. And if we're representing Jesus, we should do the same. And definitely, that and might be initiatives to feed people, whether that's with food banks or um, getting out into the streets and and feeding those who are who are in need and who are maybe homeless at this time. Yeah, um, supporting people who are um, inverted commas aliens. And I use that word as in people who live outside of this normal context and come into it and yeah, it's yeah. a strange place for them and they're finding their feet that we should be the first as a church to welcome them and to help yeah, them yeah, yeah. get rooted and established and make relationships and um, be able to get engaged with things so we do that we do those things here at Living Rock you know yeah, we yeah. believe in the importance of families and wanting to support families whether that's new mums um, or mums and dads with, with kids and young children that we want to help them and and support them in in that way. So there's yeah, there's yeah, lots yeah. of things that we that we do here as a church initiatives within the church that haven't been set up by the elders no, or no. by <laughs> the kind of leaders, but people in the church who themselves have seen a need. Yeah, and have, and and we've been able to support them in them just getting on and doing these fantastic works, you know, out and about. So absolutely. So for us, if you had to break it down into three things, yeah. The church is here to reach up. So first it's to worship God, yep. worship Jesus, honor him, yep. reach up. Then reach in. The church is here to look after itself, to yes. express Christian community, yep. uh, to help one another, to bless one another. But also then it's not only just to reach up and reach in, but it's also to reach out yeah. and to make a difference in the world around us. And for for us, those three things are vital in the church being healthy and doing the things that... Um, that we're here to do you know that's those three things are absolutely vital definitely and then when you know you bring it right back to the question at the beginning is the church outdated um well if the church is doing these things then it's not remotely outdated it <laughs> remains relevant authentic and distinct you know like we, we talked about before you mentioned it just now you know food banks in a situation where um you know more and more and more it's becoming more difficult for um the poorest in our nation to uh to to get food on a regular basis you know who steps in Christians step in set up food banks and now it's a national initiative yeah. feeding millions and millions of people every mm -hmm. year um, we are like the church is absolutely still relevant but in reality if the church wants to stay relevant it's not about the music style it does or whether the the elders or the the leaders look cool enough or like whatever yeah. it's not it's not about that no. but it's about still being on the mission that jesus yeah. has sent us to and and it, it, you know we will always be relevant if we're caring for the poor mm -hmm. looking after the downtrodden caring for those who have no one to speak up for them yeah um and caring for one another in those ways yeah absolutely. but the church has to be honest with itself and say are we all the time keeping that at the forefront of our mind mm. because that will never stop being relevant if that's the case absolutely so it's to to extend that to those outside of the church and within yeah to be relevant in that way to be authentic in that you know to to when you talk about what it means to be a christian people who live normal lives everyday lives but but as a church we are people who share the same faith that yeah. kind of uh pulls us together in a way that the differences 
would ever separate us. We're, we're much more united about our faith in Jesus and still face the same ups and downs and challenges in life. None of us, as we said in the last episode, are perfect, but we've all been caught by something yeah. um, or rather someone, and that's Jesus, and, and want to follow him together and to be like him together as well. And, and therefore, if we're, if we're relevant and we're authentic and we're like that, then we should also be distinct. Yes. I don't yeah, believe the church yeah. is here to sort of fit in with... Um, certain things in culture. There are times when I think Christians and the church will be unpopular yeah. because if we believe the Bible is true and what the Bible says is true, if we believe what Jesus said and how he lived is is right, then mm -hmm. if we keep living that way, then at times it will be countercultural, Definitely. Um, which will make us distinct. But that doesn't mean we're holier than thou. It doesn't mean we're aloof. It doesn't mean no. we feel like we're better than anyone else, but we will be different. Yeah. I mean, look at Jesus, right? He, he's constantly hanging out with people who, um, who tech, you know, if you, if you were, <laughs> if you were to put it into today's context, people who might go, oh, well, they'll just feel bad for hanging out with him because they're, they're sinners. They're be people who are behaving. Well, people who've never set foot in a church. Exactly. Basically. People who've never <laughs> set foot in a church, people who look nothing like Jesus, and yet Jesus loved them, mm -hmm. cared for them. Yeah. He, they, these people wanted him mm. in their home. He didn't just turn up. Mm. He was willing to love them and care for them, and they loved being around him. Yeah. And that's a real um, important thing for the church that we've, that we've got to grasp, that we've got to get right, is the fact that, yeah, we might disagree with people. You might disagree with us but that doesn't mean we can't have a relationship a friendship Absolutely. it doesn't mean the church we can't love people and care for them yeah. that we disagree with no. um because agreement is not the basis for jesus helping people and caring for people exactly so you know th therefore the church should always be absolutely um never outdated yeah <laughs> should never, should never a bit be a time where the church isn't needed it's made up always of a variety of men and women and children different ethnic and socioeconomic backgrounds, different uh, dress tastes, music tastes, yeah. support different football clubs, you know, whatever it might be. Even Definitely. even those things get beaten by it. You know? <laughs> but uh, most importantly, yeah. we've got to continue to be at the forefront of caring for the poor, the needy, yes. offering friendship to the lonely, Absolutely. hope for the lost, um, healing for the sick, which is way more than being an ornate building or a place to go on certain special occasions, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's more than that. The church is a lot more than those things. Yeah, and yeah. so... Um, you know, we value the churches around us. Um, you know, you were just chatting about some of the things that people do, the Salvation Army, for example, the amount of Incredible. Practical, practical support that they bring, the, the, the needs that they meet is phenomenal. And just to say there are, there are countless churches out there, really good churches all over the country, all over the world. And mm. um, there'll be great churches if you're not local to us in your area. And I just would say, if you're not familiar with the church, if you don't know anything about it, but you want to start to at least go and check it out for yourself, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the Definitely. leap. We have visitors here when we, when we get to meet <laughs> on Sundays. People come and just visit us and we love to have visitors. And if you're nearby um, in the Leicestershire area and you want to come and visit us, We'd love to meet you here Good. at Living Rock Church as well. But just don't just assume you know what church is. I just want to say, get along to one. Yeah, come find out for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so thanks for watching. We hope that's been a little bit enlightening for yeah. you. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on episode 13. Yes, or here. <laughs> <laughs>